When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Are we a team here or not, Rich? There is an I in Rich and Eisen, but there is not one in show. Uh, wow. This is the Rich Eisen Show. So you were from Dallas, Texas. You were more of a football guy than a basketball guy, Marcus Smart. Can you play quarterback? The Rich Eisen Show. I can. In Dallas? I can play quarterback. Earlier on the show, NFL Network analyst Willie McGinnis, WGN sports anchor Jared Payton. Coming up, Super Bowl champion Mitchell Schwartz, Vikings running back Dalvin Cook. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show on the air right here now on the Roku channel. It's our first week in our new platform with our new partners. We love them, and we love that the fact that you can see us on all Roku devices, and you can see us on Samsung Smart TVs. You can see us on Fire TVs. You can see us on the Roku app that houses the Roku channel, and you can see us on desktop and on the Internet uh, on the RokuChannel.com, and we're thrilled that you can see us for free. We love that, and we are excited about uh, the kickoff to week number two tonight between the Chiefs and the Chargers on Prime Video. It's a streaming world, don't you know? And uh, we're just all living in it. Chris Brockman and Mike Del Tufo in their spots for hour number three. Good to see you guys. T.J. Jefferson uh, looking as great as always. Good to see you, (laughs) T.J. Jefferson, kicking off hour number three of this show. We've already had a chat with Jared Payton, the son of Walter Payton, the subject of this week's uh, episode of NFL Icons that's on Epics that I'm uh, narrating on Saturday night at 10 Eastern time. Willie McGinnis, my colleague from the NFL Network, joined us in hour number one. If you missed it, there'll be portions of those uh, interviews on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Hit us with a subscribe, please. Or just stay tuned right here on the Roku channel 210 as soon as we're done of this third hour. We, uh, we rear right away, so hours one and two right after that, and then hour three, and so on and so forth. We love that. I turn to my right and welcome in now, finally, instead of uh, talking to you on camera and you on the Odyssey or the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network, talk directly to you, sir. We have a Super Bowl champion, a nine-year veteran of the National Football League, joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show, um, the uh, 2012 draftee out of Cal Berkeley by the Browns but a man who uh, protected Patrick Mahomes so expertly for all those years for the Chiefs. Mitchell Schwartz, good to see you, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Well, I mean, um, you're you're framed uh, in a way to make sure that you're centered <laughs> up, but uh, your hands are in your lap. There we go. Now that we see the two-shot, yeah. you want to hold that Ooh. baby up Ooh, on your right hand no, index man. finger? Yeah. That wow. is a championship <laughs> ring right there. Look at that thing. I figure for all the Chargers fans I'm going to run into while I'm in L.A. Uh-huh. 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 I like that. I like what the deal was. 
smack talk right out of the gate. No, is that Kyle or Richard Petty right there? No, that, yeah, the white style of Petty. That's I Richard. That's it's the tier king. No, that's that's uh, that's Tom. That's Tom. No, Richard the King Petty was tier one. May I see that? Would you mind? Yeah, of course. Okay, remove it off your index finger. You gonna be able to hold that up, Rich? Jeez, you can do curls with that. That's why arm length matters. It's on your index finger. <laughs> um, it's it, is that where it fits? Is that what it is? Yeah, it was originally sized for the ring finger. It's slightly big for that. I also have weird webbing, so it fits better on that one. Weird webbing. So yeah. what do I have that it just it's still on my thumb? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could keep twirling it around. This is beautiful. That Hold is on a minute. Amazing. Hold on. I should have my sunglasses, Holy but I don't son. have them here. Oof. That's beautiful. I think we did a pretty good job with it. I was definitely not part of that process, and I tried not to like listen into little tidbits of what guys were hearing about it. The only thing I knew is that it was going to be two-tone in color. Yes. And that scared me a little bit because Why? two-tone can go awry depending on the piece of jewelry. But <laughs> Look at you. The oh, second, my God. I had no idea you were such a jeweler. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. So uh, we opened up those boxes. Those It was pretty special, and obviously they did a, as good of a job as I could have ever Chiefs hoped. Chiefs Kingdom. There they are, world champions. It says Schwartz on the side. It's from 69 to 19. There you go. It gives your number 71. Be great, it says right there. Great. And then, uh, for the oh, inside it's the results that led all the way up to the Super Bowl. Yeah, well. and it's got the deficits that we came back from in each of those three games because that was the big storyline. Oh, that's the oh. number. That's the number in the parentheses oh, right, underneath right, each right. one. That yeah. was the year you were down big to Houston. Twenty-four right? is the first, number there. Yeah. Twenty-four, yeah. like ten and eleven, wow. maybe something like that. And then, and then Bill O'Brien went for the what the fake, right? And he did what? What did, what did he, he do? do? A yeah, fake goal or something? Huh? It was the punt. Dan Sorensen yeah. had the tackle. And then just kind of got that ball rolling. Yeah, because here, here you go. You may take it back. So. Oh, sure. You have it. It's, you. Your, it's your ring. Use it how you see fit. Um, <laughs> Make a yeah, man. Yeah, I just remember. Or if you want to pass it around the room. I mean, when, 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 yeah. <laughs> when that offense got rolling, it was just impossible to stop. Um, Tyree Kill said that uh, Patrick Mahomes was trash in his first practice. <laughs> uh, how would you? <laughs> Um, just, just it right needed in. to be said. Was he really that bad in his first practice with the Chiefs? Was uh, he really that bad? I don't think he would have been that bad, but there is an element of coming from the offense he came from in college and right. learning a Coach Reed offense with the verbiage, with the formations, with the shifts, and on the motions and all that stuff. And it did take him a while to get acclimated to that. I remember... You know, I got to play with him that Week 17 game, his first year, his, his in only... In Denver. In Denver. Because you'd already made the playoffs, and Alex Smith, you know, you make sure he's going to be healthy for a playoff run, so Mahomes wet his beak a little bit in uh, in, in a little AFC West action. In Correct, okay. and I remember being very impressed because you watch him in preseason, that was really the last time you see him in kind of that game action, and right. his ability to make all the calls, kind of run the, the huddle efficiently. The thing I always kind of pull back to is... We went to Denver in Week 17. Now, they were out of the playoffs, too. But still, it's a pretty big divisional uh, rivalry. The fans are going crazy. It's cold. We had no procedural penalties. And think about even this Monday night, Russell Wilson going back into Seattle. Think of how late they were snapping the ball, the timeouts they had to run, uh, delay of games, things of that nature. We had none of those in his first start. And so by the time he was ready to go, he was ready to go. It was just everything was smooth. It ran efficiently. Um I don't remember that first practice. I was pro- probably too busy doing my own thing off to the side. And, right. you know, we don't have to catch the ball from the guy. You don't t- tend to remember too much about it. But early on, it was those splash plays. And we all obviously got really excited about it. And me being a little bit of a pessimist, it was more, all right, I mean, this is cool, but there's no repercussions. It doesn't matter if you throw a pick. It doesn't matter if you do these crazy things. Let's see it in the game. 
and then he got to the preseason and he was doing the game and then obviously we know the rest of the history yeah because uh, you know to go from smith to mahomes um i remember we talked to kelsey right did we talk to travis kelsey in at the super bowl in minnesota mm-hmm. when alex smith got traded <laughs> and i remember him sitting there going you know alex is my guy obviously we got a new guy but Alex is my guy, and was was there a, a moment about turning things over to the young guy where there was a question of what was going on? At no, all? because Mitchell? it happened pretty peacefully. It's not like this kind of 49ers uh, transition. Right. You know, Pat got drafted. It was very clear Alex was a starter. Pat was the backup. We ran the whole year that way. I mean, we had a really good season. I think Alex led the NFL in deep passing that year. Uh, I think his motto was just like, Screw it, let's go for it. And he started throwing the ball deep, and he was the number one downfield passer. Uh, obviously can't do all the stuff Pat does, and then he gets traded, and Pat's just the starter. So there was a pretty peaceful transition of power, and Pat is very much natural leader, kind of took that role on. It wasn't like, oh, I don't really know what my role is. Should I call the team up? Should I not say anything? Like It just happened very uh, efficiently. And I don't know if that's having the sports background with his dad, you know, being around locker rooms and athletes and just understanding the flow of it, but... Uh, a natural leader, and he just took the reins and ran with it. Mitchell Schwartz here on the Rich Eisen Show wearing his Super Bowl ring from the uh, 2019 season right here uh, on uh, the night where week two kicks off between Mahomes and the Chiefs and also uh, Herbert and the Chargers. The concepts that you're seeing offensively through week one, what what did you see in week one that you, you're like, okay, everybody who was like saying Tyreek's gone and we're all screwed here, that you're <laughs> like, okay, we're, we're, we're fine. What, what did you see outside of the obvious statistic uh, result? Yeah, it's more just validation for the idea that it's Coach Reed and it's Patrick Mahomes and they're still going to drive the ball down the field. They signed Valdez Scanling, who's a speed guy. They still have Nicole Hardman. So they've got elite top-end speed, maybe not the single fastest guy in the NFL, but two of maybe the top three, four, or five receivers in terms of speed. So they're still going to stretch the field vertically. And I think it was a little bit foolish for people to just assume like, oh, well, they can't throw deep anymore, so they're going to go back to you know, the year that no wide receivers caught a touchdown when Alex was the quarterback and when you know, the receiver talent wasn't what it was. It's like that offense isn't coming back. The offense is still built for speed, for downfield threats. You know, The RPO game kind of opens the field up horizontally in the run game, right. and the speed of the receiving group opens it up vertically in the passing game and i don't think he's ever going to go back on um you know having guys that are able to create in both of those ways so give me a moment where you're you're like okay uh reed and Bienemy and the rest of this offensive staff just thinks differently did you get a moment whether it was an install a meeting a film session anything like that mitchell Schwartz? there's there's plenty of them to me the coolest thing from my perspective because as an offensive lineman you don't always get to be in the meetings where they're talking to the quarterback, so they're explaining, and this is why we're doing it, or we see this one specific tell from the safety, so we're going to design the play this way. Mm-hmm. Mondays are our off days. Tuesdays we were on. We watched the film from the previous week, and then there's about a 10-minute uh, period where they get us together, kind of give us some concepts for the upcoming week that they're still mulling over, they're thinking about. And Coach Reed would just pull guys, hey, you line up here, you line up there, and he would just kind of, you could see the gears working and like, I want you to go seven steps, stop there. And then I want you to go over here. And he's kind of walking through the play as it's happening. And it's really the only time from my perspective, I can see kind of that genius at work and seeing him, he's written it out. He understands the spacing, but like getting on the field and seeing where the guys are and seeing how it uh, really works. 
um, that was one of the cooler things. And in all those meetings, I mean, Coach Bianami, he watches every single game a few times. I was going to say a million times. That's mm-hmm. obviously not feasible. But you can go up to him, and especially from the offensive line perspective, like, hey, I'm seeing this blitz. Like, what do you think we should do? And he knows exactly the blitz, exactly the game situation. He's got an answer for it. So they're just extremely well prepared. And things can change week to week because, you know, if you're kind of static in what you do, it might not work for that specific team, that specific blitz pattern. You know, tonight Brandon Staley is going to run some crazy stuff that they might not have seen before that's pretty intricate. Right. But the Chiefs are going to be as prepared as possible against that. So he's drawn the play up in his mind and then on a piece of paper. And then he walks out and he walks everyone through it. Seven steps, stop here. You go here, you go there. And so then he validates what he's done? Or yeah, because, this is where he's just saying, this play's <laughs> going to work, I got it, and you now need to get it. Is that, uh, again, I'm just wondering how yeah, that Yeah, so works. I think it's more, there are coordinators who create and there are coordinators who have been part of a system and kind of understand, oh, it's cover three, so I know this play's supposed to work. And it's cover four, so this is the play we're supposed to run. Right. But I think Coach understands defenses so well that he can manipulate them to what he wants and to way to the way they're playing it. So he's creating those plays for that week. It's not just, oh, well, I learned this from Mike Holmgren, who learned it from Bill Walsh, and it worked in the 80s, so it should work now. It's more, oh, this is the style of defense they're running. If I run this guy here and I drag that guy, it might open up this void for me. But I have to make sure that the depths are correct. I have to make sure that the spacing is okay and what the quarterback's seeing kind of aligns together. So that is the on-the-field validation of the spacing, I think, for him. Um, just one of those parts in the process. And, of course, it's, it's you know, two or three plays. It's not a ton of them, but it is kind of the designer plays of the week. Mitchell Schwartz here on the Rich Eisen Show. I know you put your paparazzi hat on. You work for the 33rd team, right? You do stuff for them. You do stuff locally. Um, here in Los Angeles, the Rams' uh, offensive line had a rough opener. The Bengals' newly revamped offensive line, a rough opener. What can you tell those fan bases about how offensive lines can improve throughout the year, certainly when preseason uh, action usually doesn't occur anymore and you just get thrown out there. What, what, what do you see from either the, uh, or both of those situations, and what can you tell folks well, about this? There's Mitchell? a schematic help that the coaches could now start integrating. Or maybe my guys need more help than I expected. I can formation things. I can you know, squeeze the tight ends in, make the defensive ends feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I can run some more play actions, some more dependable protections. Um, but the other thing is, if you go back and look last year, week one, Bills against Steelers, mm-hmm. the Steelers got after the Bills' offensive line. It was really rough, and Josh Allen had a really bad game, and we were all wondering, like, oh, was that contract worth it? Is he not the same guy? And obviously the Bills had a pretty awesome year last year. So week one can show you some things, but it doesn't necessarily mean the sky is falling. Uh, there's still a ton of room for improvement, and it's just the first of the stepping stones. It's, it's probably a little bit more optimistic for Bengals fans, knowing that theoretically you upgraded in personnel, and the Rams theoretically downgraded in personnel. And so the Bengals can say, like, okay, these guys just need time to gel. Or for the Rams, it's like, oh, well, it looks like we're missing Whitworth. It looks like we're missing a couple other guys on the inside. Um, but again, if if that means that McVeigh can't run all the drop back passes he wants and he can't do all the empty protection. Maybe he just goes back to running the ball on the play action that's worked every other year. Right. So he's got something to fall back on where Ram fans should feel pretty good. What is gelling? Walk me through. What what does gelling look like for an offensive line, Mitchell Schwartz? What does that look like? So it's seeing the game the same way. And so as you know, a right tackle 
in in this case because it's easier for me to put it in those terms. Yes, I'm working that's with your my, terms. I'm working <laughs> with the right guard the most often, mm-hmm. and so if there's a play that the right guard's supposed to be working with the center and I'm supposed to be blocking the defensive end on my own, all of a sudden a linebacker or safety walks down. Maybe it's right at the snap, and maybe we're in Pittsburgh, or maybe we're in, obviously not in L.A., they had to use silent count, but maybe we're somewhere we can't communicate it, you don't have enough time. You both want to be seeing that at the same time and understanding, okay, we're going to react the same way. The safety is going to blitz off the edge. The defensive end is going to go inside. So as a right tackle, if I'm assuming, hey, my guard sees it the same way, I can just go block the safety, he'll have the defensive end. Yes. But the guard's not seeing it that way, and he hangs on his block with the center. And that's where there's trouble. Now the defensive end splits us, and now we look really awful because it looks like we don't know what we're doing. And that's just not seeing the game the same way. That's not reacting the same way. So how does one see the game the same way? How do you do that? I mean, you're all individuals, you know. I guess we're getting to the nitty-gritty <laughs> of line play here, but that is what we're talking about for so many teams. The, the Cowboys as well. You know, Tyron Smith out, Tyler Smith in. And then in the middle of the game, uh, you know, one of their linemen goes out, just like Brian Allen with the Rams. And how do you get this handled as the season begins to potentially slip away? You know, it's it's practice time. And that's where a lot of the former players are saying offensive line play is slipping because of reduced practice time, because you don't have those opportunities to see more blitzes in practice, more interesting scenarios in practice. And so. Now that the season has started, I mean, everyone is basically practicing the same amount. It's really critical that you're talking to each other. And mm-hmm. even if it's a play that you mess up on scout team and the coaches are really frustrated with you, but maybe in the huddle, like, hey, I thought you were supposed to be here. And now three plays later, you're still in the same huddle and it happens again and you fix it immediately. You don't need to go to the sidelines. You don't need to walk through it. You don't need to rep it physically. But that constant communication where you guys are trying to talk it through and there's also an element of maybe watching film together. Uh, hey, what are you looking at on this one? What, what am I looking at? Uh, because as we've gotten into the iPads and the Surface tablets and being able to watch film wherever we want, whenever we want, yeah. offensive lines, we used to stay at the facility and watch film together after practice on Wednesday, Thursday, whenever else. Well, now guys go home and they watch on their own time. And so you're not seeing things as collaboratively as you used to. And that's where, you know, the older guy in the group needs to really take the onus upon himself mm-hmm. and say, hey, you know, we're going to stay after for 30 minutes. We're going to watch Blitz together. Uh, let's just talk things through. Let's make sure we're all on the same page. So it's doing things together. It's talking it through. And, you know, hopefully you've got a good offense line coach who can facilitate. A few more minutes left here with Mitchell Schwartz, champion offensive lineman, recent retiree from the Kansas City Chiefs here on the Rich Eisen Show. I, I have a couple favors to ask of you. First one is I chose because I, I, I liked Devontae Adams' addition and Chandler Jones's addition, and I just thought, you know, six years in a row for the Chiefs, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to zig while everyone's <laughs> zagging or what have you. I chose the Raiders to win the division, and Eric Stone Street is livid with me. <laughs> you know, he'll still, oh, he'll, still, he'll still send me some heart emojis and stuff like that, but I think deep down he is hurt and uh, upset with me. Can you, you know, let him know that everything's fine or just either just be a, go, a go-between? Because I'm assuming... You're still in constant contact with him. Yeah, I can be your intermediary. Thank Maybe you. send some brisket or you know send oh, some food. food. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> food, he's, food he's is the way to our now. He doesn't need me to do that. I mean, but that that would be helpful. I think so. Is he still texting you in the middle of the night about brisket and stuff like that? Is he still? <laughs> yeah, doing that? we still do that. And about uh-huh. Chiefs, obviously. Did you bring any brisket, Mitch? By chance? I didn't bring any brisket. 
He's if going to a wedding. He's in town for a wedding. You assuming don't it traveled to well, it yeah. probably wouldn't have made it to the studio. I probably would have gotten hungry and eaten it anyway. Okay. So. okay. Well, you look in shape. You look like you're not just, you know, hitting the buffet or anything like that. You Round is a shape. <laughs> I like that. Round is a shape. You got something, TJ? Well, I was just wondering, Mitch, did you happen to, I know you, you're busy right now, but did you happen to get any phone calls maybe like two or three weeks from a Dallas, Arlington, Fort Worth area code, just kind of inquiring about what you're up to now. Just wondering if that might have happened. No, nothing. Uh, nothing from that area code. It's it's been a while since I've gotten those calls. That was more last year when I was coming back from the injury. Uh, but not now. Not now. Dallas actually, I think the right tackle will be okay. Terrence Steele, he's penciled in there. I think that's something not to worry about. Left tackle, that's more the concern. That's where. You know, you sign Jason Peters, and I think you give him a couple weeks to get into game shape, and okay. he showed some good things last year. So I think there's optimism for that offensive line as well. And lastly, you know, when you said you were talking about when Mahomes first got there, and even though you saw what he was doing and you believed that this could work, you were pessimistic. And I thought to myself, why is he so pessimistic? I'm like, okay, yeah, I know, because I'm pessimistic too. We're Jewish. So, um, you know, we're, we're both Hebrews, and I think that's – did I peg it right that your pessimism Absolutely. comes from your from pessimism your Judaism? and guilt? Okay, uh, you know your brother Jeff has been here. I think we've got a photograph. Do we have it uh, on the? Okay, there you are. Is that the oh, bar yeah. mitzvah? Is that your bar mitzvah? Or is that Jeff's bar mitzvah right there? I'm guessing that's mine because I'm the one with the coupon. So that's well, probably I mean, mine. Okay, well there he is. There, you're man in the eyes of the Lord right there. <laughs> back in the day, uh, Mazel Tov to the whole Schwartz family. Right? Did you? Did my my mother, who by the way turns 85 today? Wow, uh, she'll be upset. Happy yeah, birthday! It's, it's Evelyn. Eisen's birthday today. She might be upset that I've actually given her age away, but you know, she she was saying to me because her first football game she went to was at the big house at Michigan when she was visiting me when I was in school there, and there was a roughing the kicker penalty, and I had explained to her what that was. She goes, "So you couldn't touch the kicker?" And I'm like, "No, you can't touch the kicker." And she goes, "Well, I would have let you kick." <laughs> That's why you... my dad didn't play football. Is that what... his mom wouldn't let him? So what about you know your that was n- never a problem? I think in we the were Schwartz just household, so or... genetically mutated that they thought okay <laughs> that we could go out there and make it happen. Okay, <laughs> how big is your dad, Mitch? Okay, my dad's six one, maybe two twenty, but okay. he's I mean thick guy. Okay. Um, Keeps himself in much better shape than I do. Okay. Um, so I think we get our, our thick ankles and wrists from him. Okay. Very good. And so uh, in that vein, your brother has signed this book that I have. And uh, now you'll be the first set of brothers to sign this book that I have. Great Jews in sports. There it is. <laughs> it's very thick in case anybody wants to say the, the joke about being a pamphlet. Uh, it's very <laughs> thick. It's old. Um, you added old. the extra 300 pages? No, 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 no. The introductions by Red Auerbach, who, by the way, great Jew in sports. Um, it's been autographed. Here it is. Um, your brother was the first. He added the star of David. You can do whatever you wish. Uh, Jeff Schwartz, Alex Bregman of the Houston Astros. By the way, fantastic Jew in sports. Yep. Julian Edelman yeah. signed this just a few days ago. Would you mind uh, going ahead? I would ahead? love to. This, this, is, um, this is our second Super Bowl champion. We've had a World Big Series moment. champion. This yeah. is great. Big moment. Here you go. All righty. There you go. Here you go. Lean over. There you go. Here's the pen. You may sign it. Right Take the pen. You're our fourth Jew. He needs six more to have a minion. <laughs> well, you're five. It. Don't worry. What? Well, that's, I haven't that's, signed it. I haven't signed it. That's the best line in Independence Day. <laughs> There's, you need ten uh, members of the tribe to officially start any religious proceeding. It's called oh, a minion. Got it. 
so that's for all of you uh, I mean, non-Jews Jews out there. That, Minion in my house has a different meaning. Oh, yeah, obviously. They're little yellow creatures. <laughs> little yellow things. Yeah, it's got nothing they, to do with the sir. It's yeah. nothing to do. They're very evil. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. This has now got four Jews <laughs> right. signing it. This is fantastic. <laughs> there it is. You got oh. four. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you haven't page. had too many sports <laughs> owners in the studio. I haven't had them yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But there's more. It's more blank pages. By the way, it is filled with names and photographs. This is a real book. Okay. When was it? Uh, published. Well, it was I mean, published. I feel like it's in the 80s. Uh, no. Was it written by Jewish parents? I just, well, well, it's written. The, it's interesting you say that the dedication to, her, to the children, Miriam, Shimi, Adam, and Rachel. So I'll say yes. Okay. So this is. Copyright 1983. 83. Oh, my God. And it says underneath here. It'll be a Shonda if you steal from this is what it says. So this was the parents making their kids Wikipedia pages before Wikipedia. Yeah, man. This yeah. is, you know, when there were <laughs> world much. books. You had to look at world books to start researching That's stuff, you know? Phenomenal. Mitchell, thanks for coming in here. Greatly yeah. appreciate it. Um, what happens tonight, do you think? What happens tonight? Some good football will happen tonight. Oh, stop it. What uh, do you think happens? You're not going to tell me your brother. You're, like you're, You don't have to talk about like your brother. Like there will be you know a certain number of points that beats no. another team by a certain number of points that some things might go over or maybe be under. You no, know, not like, quite okay. like that. Okay. I do think I think the Chiefs will get out to a bit of a lead. I think Herbert will have to bring them back. From the Chiefs' perspective, you don't want to get down on these guys because of the pass rush. Because yes. Bosa and Mac are just so devastating that the second you get down and they get to like truly pin their ears back, that's yeah. when you're worrying about things. But I think, you know, the coach read the legendary first fifteen, kind of the the preparation. Um, you know, he hasn't been preparing for just two or three days for this game. They spent an off season preparing for these, so um, I think the Chiefs will get up a little bit. Herbert will rally them back, and the Chiefs hold on at the end. There you go. That's Mitchell Schwartz's opinion of what happens tonight. What a great game tonight. We're so excited. Thanks for coming in here. Anytime you're in town, you got a spot here, man. Good Would to love see to. you. Thank that you. is Super Bowl champion Mitchell Schwartz. L'chaim to the <laughs> great couple that you're seeing a wedding for. <laughs> may, they, may they break the glass safely. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, of uh, big moments, Monday Night Football. Dalvin Cook will be joining us from the Vikings next. I don't believe he is Jewish. You never know, Rich. Never. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen.
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You can listen to the NFL and the NFL app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station Streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports if it's the NFL. It's on Westwood One. Tonight's game in Kansas City is on Westwood One. Monday night's game between the Vikings and the Eagles on Westwood One. I will be hosting the pregame and halftime of that Monday night finale to the week two that kicks off tonight. And joining us now on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, getting set to play in that game for the 1-0 Minnesota Vikings, his friend of the program back here once again, Dalvin Cook. How you doing, Dalvin? I'm doing good, Rich. Good. You are. You sound. You sound tired. You said you just come off the practice field. You sound a little yeah, wiped out. Yeah, just got done. Just got done. We uh, walked through this morning. You walked through. What's a walk through like? Yeah. What's a walk through like? Walks in. Truly a walk through pace. Truly a walk through <laughs> pace. Uh, Got to be locked in, man. Those little details and stuff at you, but that's pretty much it. So if if anybody like goes faster than a walk, do people go, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Tempo this... violation. Tempo violation. A tempo, <laughs> a tempo violation. <laughs> That's right. Write that down. <laughs> tempo violation. Oh, and is there is there a fine associated with a tempo violation? It depends no? how many times you are, you are a center of it. Okay, so one is just like, okay, just like, hey, everybody, hold, stop. We're walking through. Two or three, then it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you. Yeah, it's going to cost you, man. Okay. <laughs> okay. How was week one's game for you, Dalvin Cook? Walk me through what you what that felt like for you uh, with a new coach, new situation, beating the Packers. What was that like, Dalvin Cook, for you guys? It felt good, man. The, everything about it felt right. You know, just where we got to the stadium, you felt the energy. You felt guys locked in the night before. So just leading up until the moment that we kicked off, everything just felt like, like how we how we talked about it. Um, and K.O. came into this thing, and he, he set some boundaries, and he told us you know, how he wanted this thing to look leading up to snap one, and it looked just like how he you know, predicted it to look. And you know, we went out there and executed at a high level. Um, we left a lot on the field, which is working the film, and just going as a, as a player in this league for a little while. You know, I could have played better, and I know a lot of guys feel the same way, but you know, most importantly, we got the win in a division game, and you know, we could build from a win, which is most important. Walk me through what that looks like where Kevin O'Connell, your new HC, who's the old OC from the Rams, tells you this is the way it's going to look and it looks like that. You got an example specifically? Yeah, just basically stand in attack mode, man. That's that's that's, that's the thing around. We, we want to we dictate how the game go, you know, as far as offense, defense, special teams. Just, we want to dictate, you know, how the Minnesota Vikings play. I'm um, a tag team. Um, be situational smart, 
And just play good football, man. Clean football and let the refs take care of itself. Um, KO's, KO's been doing a great job of putting us in predicament and just letting us play, turning it loose and just having fun. And, you know, you've seen, you've seen the outcome. What's it like for you and the rest of your offensive mates to have a head coach with an offensive mindset and background? It's fun, man, just being around KO, him being around us so much with these offensive coach, picking his brain, seeing how he thinks. But everything that comes behind of, of what he do, you know, his philosophies of how he's trying to get things done. It's just fun being around a coach like KO and, you know, the energy he brings in every day is unmatched. You know, I, I, it's a privilege for me just to be around these guys and, you know, to, them to make work so special for us. Is uh, Kirk Cousins coming across any differently? Um, and I, I don't mean personality-wise. I just mean, you know, a coach was specifically brought in to be the head coach with an offense to support him and and make him um, be as comfortable as possible. I'm not saying that that wasn't always done before, but I'm talking about a head coach, period, coming from a system, the Shanahan-McVay system that, you know, for, for whom in many different ways, Kirk Cousins is the prototypical quarterback. Anything different you sense there? Dalvin Cook? Yeah, just a, just a sense of him being comfortable. Um, him and K.O. speaking the same language, you know, dating back to them in Washington. Um, just just them being on the same page is always important. You know, K.O. and West pretty much calls the plays and, and dial things up. So them speaking that same language and, and them being on the same page, you, you kind of see like that, that marriage of them, you know, on and off the field, just the way they, they communicate with each other. So I think that's, Probably the biggest thing that you could take away from Kev coming in and, and, and being the head coach. And before we get to you, Dalvin Cook, um, Justin Jefferson appears poised to have a very, very special season. And I might be shortchanging the number of varies to place in front of special season. Um, and it appears he also has a chip on his shoulder, whether it's where he's ranked uh, by his peers in the NFL 100 list or anything else. Um, can you tell me what his mindset is like and your conversations with him are like about this very subject matter, Dalvin? Yeah, I spent a lot of time with, with JJ. Um, I think everything that came out this offseason, whether it was a list, whether it was Reagan or Madden, whatever it was, and I think he got short terms on everything, you know, from the season he just had, from the season, from two seasons he had, from being here, I think he got, he got short terms. Um, but, you know, him his mindset and the way he's working, you know, you kinda see, you know, that chip on his shoulder every day, you know, the way he carries himself. But him taking that next step again, being one of our leaders on the team, you know, him evolving into that. So it's just you you, you see the, the yearly growth in JJ and it, it shows on the field. Um, you know, KO demands a lot of our receivers and you know, Justin is one of those one of those elite players that we demand a lot of and you see he answered the bell on week one. So were you, were you, was were you the guy he would be reaching out to, texting, calling, or whatever when the lists came out, Madden ratings come out? Were you a sounding board for him, Dalvin? He we was a sounding board for each other. We both feel the same. <laughs> yeah, we, we both feel like when some of the lists come out for position rankings, whatever it is, no, it's always short change on his side. But you no, know, we kind of carry that in our back pocket and just. Just dispose of it. Come game day, we just get rid of them game day. Just turn it loose and you know, just have fun, man. That's that's, that's what I always tell. You. Just have fun, man. I don't know a list or anything. You know, the cheerleaders are fun. You know, coming out here and just enjoying football that we get to play 
every day. Well, then I guess that is a perfect segue to you then, Dalvin Cook. Three straight 1,100-yard rushing seasons for you. How does the Kevin O'Connell offense cater to you and suit you, Dalvin? Different ways, man. You seen that on Sunday, um, all-purpose 100-yard game. Just give me the ball. Just give me the ball. You know, everybody knows what I could do in the run game. Um, keep the team honest, break runs, do all that. You know, just, 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 just keep Give me the ball as much as they can, um, different ways. Um, it's fun being around this team, being around this offense. Um, I get to be a kid. Just go out there and just turn it loose, man. And I always tell the receivers, I'm the ground control, y'all the air control, and I'm going to control the ground and make sure y'all you know, do what y'all do. Do you feel like you weren't getting the ball in previous years then as much, Dalvin? No, I feel like I always got the ball. I feel like, I feel like you know, that was, that was pretty much the problem. I think – People kind of knew when I was in the pool. They kind of knew when I was coming coming downhill. And it's kind of it just was kind of they kind of knew when I was in the ball a lot of the time. But now it's kind of like you know it's a variety of things. You know, it's, where is he going to be? You know, where where is he? Like it's just you know just different things that KO comes up with weekend week out just every day just to, to get people the ball and it's fun. It's just fun. You want those players to get the ball. And um, on the defensive side, before we just turn to Monday night and send you on to the rest of your day, Dalvin Cook, Big Z, I enjoyed when he came on yeah. my show a few months ago, that moment with him and Rodgers, he kind of shoved, they got shoved and all that business. What has he brought energy-wise to this team, this defense for you guys? He brought that culture we've been hunting. Um, he brought that culture that KO's that K.O. tried to bring in with him, that K.O. brought in with him. He brought the culture, um, just bringing that energy to the whole defense. Um, he was striking us up in week one, going to get that sack. Just just feeling his presence every play. You know, he's so close to getting Rodgers a lot of times. Or him him taking a double team and freeing Daniel up and all those other guys, Big Diamond Thomas, and all those other guys just spent him up, making it go eat one-on-one blocks. It's just been fun. It was fun watching those guys. On the sideline, man, Z doing his celebration, Daniel. So, you know, Z, Z, Z brings that energy, and he, he brings a lot of out of the players that they don't know that they got inside of them. Like, Daniel, you know, that excitement. But Daniel is just he's going to get his sack, do his dance, come back. But Z kind of brings the extra, the extra stuff out of him. Well, how does it feel to wear number four again for you, Dallin? You like it? I feel light, man. I feel great. I feel, I feel. <laughs> I feel how I'm supposed to feel. Uh, I feel like Dalvin, man. I feel like me. Um, it's still perfect, man. Everything about it, man, just going out there and just having fun, man. I feel like I said, I feel like a kid again, man. I'm just having fun, enjoying it, and I'm just trying to get another win each and every week. So that second digit was holding you, was weighing you down? Is that what you're saying? Just single digit? You feel lighter? Yeah, it's it's it just feel lighter, man. Everything about it just feel like a like a load off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then when you uh, step on that field on uh, Monday night, home of that NFC Championship game after that, you know, the Minnesota miracle put you in that yeah. spot, you're going to be thinking about that a little bit Monday night? No, 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 no. Actually not. Man. Like I said, <laughs> okay. like I said, man. New, new, new theme around, man. Looking forward, man. We're just looking forward, looking forward, and 
stand and attack mode. Okay, so what are you going to be thinking? As you know, uh, Eagles offense week one against the Lions, they were they were cooking too. Um, you know, hurts to AJ Brown and things like that. Uh, what do you what do you think? Uh, what are you going to be thinking? Obviously, you're going to have to maybe match point for point, but um, you got an Eagles defense out there that that's feeling its oats too. What are you going to be thinking about when you step on that field Monday night? Go Donna? make that play, man. That's all I'll be thinking about. Go make that play. I just need um, play come, go make it. Um, I know everybody else thinking the same way. No hesitation, go make that play. It's not going to be made, go make it, man. You know, a lot of times in this league, you get caught up in a winning play going to come. You know, when is the play not going to come? And you never know when the play is. But I, I take every play, you know, like this. I get my last and I'm going to go make that play with my name called to help my team win the game. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be thinking about come Monday night. All right, Dalvin Cook. Thanks for the time. TJ Jefferson, you want to ask him a question before he goes on in his day in Minnesota? Yeah, just real quick, Dalvin. What up, man? Um, You know, Chris on the show here, he's a big Georgia fan. I'm a big fan of your brother, James. Had a little bit of a a tough debut with with a fumble. I know he's going to bounce back, but is there any, like, big brother advice that you gave him because, you know, you're you're there and you're doing it? Is there anything that you kind of told him to to help him keep his head up and, you know, kind of let that go and just move on in, in a positive manner? It wasn't nothing spectacular. It wasn't. My brother, one thing about my brother, you know, he, he doesn't lack any confidence in his play. Um, he knows. Like I, told him, I watched the play with him a few times, and nothing else he could have did, but the defender made a great play. The ball was locked up and everything. I, my rook, keep the ball off the ground. I told him, rook, keep the ball off the ground. The rook, man, keep that ball off the ground, man. The ball is an important thing, man. But other than that, man, it was nothing but nothing. So they got the win. And he's just telling him to ask him. He'll give him another play. Okay. Let's be more more positive right here. If you want to talk SEC football, let's talk about Florida State knocking off LSU. How about that? Let's be more positive. Now we talk it. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Right? I I didn't think that was a negative. Now that's your Florida. That's your Florida. And and, and by the way, yeah, and TJ's a Florida State guy. That's why Dalvin's my guy. I know, but you're also a Pitt guy. You know? (laughs) True. Penn State. Penn State. Just those three, though. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but that one's been my dude. It's okay. Man. I know that. I know that. I know that. <laughs> I know that. You must have been celebrating when that extra point got blocked. I mean, that's for damn sure. That yeah. what, what a game that was. What a game that was. All right, Dalvin, you take care of yourself. Go on with your day. Appreciate the time. See you Monday night. We'll be listening for you Monday night on Westwood One. And uh, you be well, sir, as always. As always, you got it. That's Dalvin Cook right here on the Rich Eisen Show. That wasn't a negative question. I mean, just like, you know. I just thought it was. I honestly thought, I'm going to ask Dalvin Cook a question. I'm like, it had to be Florida State. It had to be. It had to be. Well, no, you know, it's, you know, it's the. But you went content. You went content over fandom, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm sure his brother probably was down a little bit. Big brother's been there before. It kind of. That was a good question. Good question. I'm saying it was a bad question. It was just not the question I thought it would be. Kind of like when I did the NFL 100 all-time team show and Bill Belichick was an analyst. And he's like, I'd like to ask the first question of me, Joe Green, when he sits down. I'm like, absolutely. (laughs) Roll roll tape. Roll tape. You start taping the segment. Me and Joe Green sits down and Belichick was the only time for the entire two-day shoot. He's like, I'd like to ask the first question. Or he said anything about run of show or anything. Mm -hmm. I'm like, of course, you ask a question. I thought to myself, how to be Chuck Knoll. 
Had to be something about the steel def- steel curtain defense. Had to be. First question out of his mouth is like, man, that soda commercial, that Pepsi commercial, or the Coke commercial. That yeah, you that's did. cool, Co- man. That was unbelievable. Like, how many times did you have to drink a Coke? <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Belichick went pop culture on me. It was like the Chris Farley show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That Remember awesome. that time when you you did that yeah, Coke commercial, yeah, have a Coke yeah, and a smile, and, and your kid catch? That had to be cool for you just to see Bill kind of put on that great. fan hat, It was right? amazing. We see what we get at press conferences, but you got to see, like, yeah. the fan in him. And that and, uh, was, it was great. Exactly. That show was amazing, by the way. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Appreciate that. Won the Emmy. All right, we'll take a break right here. Not, Not say that I'm... Mona Lisa Vito. <laughs> Thank you very much. There you go. All right, we'll take a break right here on the Rich Eisen Show and wrap up this show. Let's talk about tonight's game because it's a big game tonight. Yeah. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests Work is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. You can listen to the NFL and the NFL app on the Odyssey app or WestwoodOneSports.com via Westwood One Station Streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports sponsored by AutoZone. What makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination? Because they offer free battery testing and charging and reliable replacement batteries. And they've always got your battery solution. Get in the zone. AutoZone. (laughs) Get in the zone. Why do you find that? that Get in the zone. AutoZone. I think you should do that with it. I mean, I'll do it next time. You can if you'd like. What do you think? Tight defensive battle tonight? Or Definitely just not. Fireworks. Definitely not. Just if we don't, bing, 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 if we don't bing, bing. see at least six touchdowns tonight, I'm going to be very disappointed. What does Las Vegas have to say about it? 54 tonight. Oh, so that's, that's, that's a, more that's than a large That's the highest, uh, it's the highest high. total so far. Yeah, that's a high this year. Total. This year. I yeah, don't know. 40, 45. <laughs> 
Don't ask me. Honestly, what, Rich is like the unfrozen caveman lawyer. No, I'm not unfrozen <laughs> caveman lawyer. Know. I'm, I'm not going to. Honestly, I'm, I don't. I don't traffic in that stuff. So the line. That's moves. funny. I, you know, they're they're like, don't talk gambling, right? Who said that? Well, I mean, just that's the general sense. Can but we talk gambling we without you? We no, you no, you can talk we as can. much gambling as you, you want. You can too, Rich. Well, no, but I don't traffic in it. I don't traffic in it. So I will say this. The line did open the Chiefs for three and a half point favorites. Now up to four and a half. Although, you know, our two minute, our, our, our you know, uh, our, sec, our, our segment, you know, whatever the hell, I'm, I'm blanking on it. Where we put 60 seconds on the clock. Our, basically like, well, they're going to It's have all like, you know, that such and such teams average to combine for 54, right. 54 points. And the over under is 54 and a half. Like, what do you think? Right. Like, it's oddly specific numbers. Our no huddle segment. Yeah, I I, I don't way, know. I I, I like the sneaky, Chiefs tonight. I sneaky uh, like the under tonight. I like. Ooh. I don't know. I do no, like the Chiefs to win Why tonight. Why do you like the under though? I, I like the Chiefs to uh, win tonight. Chargers a good defense. I mean, we look. We thought the Raiders were going to score a lot of points true. last week, and Coyle uh, Mack and company, Dermon J. They just went out and shut them down. That's true. And uh, you know, I know that they're on the road, but as we pointed out, the road teams won the last four, four. In, yeah. this, in this matchup. I just think that the Chiefs are on tilt, and I think that the Chargers are going to are, are going to make the mistake. I don't know. That's what I'll say. Yeah. And well, the, Chargers season, are be good. the Chargers are going to uh, bring it. Hey, look, it's for the first place in the AFC West after two weeks, and neither of those teams will be named the Raiders. The Raiders. Chargers' so. mistakes usually come at the end of the season, though. So. Or the end of games. But the, the games Herbert's played great. really well against the Chiefs. By it's the way, Herbert, rare. Rich, this guy's arm strength. It's amazing. Stupid. He, like, he was Stupid. firing balls on, like... It, He's it's tr- unbelievable. He's, and he's, he's like really rolling special. to his left, falling down, and still throwing darts. Like he can make every single throw. Man. It's unbelievable. Could you imagine? Again, I know. Imagine we're having, if he played street ball. I know. We're having, <laughs> good one. I know we're getting Herbert and Mahomes twice a, twice a year. Um, could you imagine if we got Herbert and Allen twice a year? If the Dolphins had taken Herbert. Wow. Herbert and Allen twice a year. That's I was good. watching an interview with Allen, and somebody asked him, like, how many times have you, like, Throwing the ball as hard as you possibly can. And he literally said, there's been like two times his whole career. Well, he doesn't want to hurt anybody. Yeah. He was like, I've thrown it really hard like twice. You get the feeling that's going to be one of the great kind of NFL what ifs. It's like, what if the Dolphins had taken Herbert? What if the the Jets had taken Allen? Hey, what if what if that's you're playing the the result there? I don't think Allen was ever going to go in the top five. So you're kind of playing the result. Well, the Seahawks apparently wanted it to do that. That very draft. Look, Hoskins don't want to hear this stuff, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I shouldn't say that. He's yeah, counting he's us down to break. Yeah, yeah. Not. He's, got to he's got to focus. He's got to focus. He's got to focus. I'm sweating back there. We'll chat on Friday on radio. Back on Roku in a second. <laughs>